Welcome to the Psalms, a call to words podcast where timeless truths shape today's words. I am your host, David Bunce, and I hope that you will be blessed as we journey through the great songbook of the Bible. Psalm 103 is one of the most wonderful psalms of praise to God, glorifying who He is, worshiping Him. Luther said of this psalm, it's a glorious psalm, full of the most ardent feelings and exercises of faith, and of a believing heart, a heart acknowledging the infinite mercies of God, both temporal and spiritual. G. Campbell Morgan said it is perhaps the most perfect song of pure praise to be found in the Bible. Through centuries it has been sung by glad hearts, and today is as fresh and full of beauty as ever. It is indeed true, even today. It is fresh. It is full of beauty. It draws our hearts toward worship in reflecting on the glorious nature and character of God who is worthy to be praised. Psalm 103 Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgives all all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known His ways to Moses, His acts to the people of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious." slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flourishes like a flower of the field, for the wind passes over it, and it is gone, and its place knows it no more. But the steadfast love of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him, and his righteousness to children's children to those who keep his covenant and remember to do his commandments. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, O you his angels, you mighty ones who do his word, obeying the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all his hosts, his ministers who do his will. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. In this psalm, we find this rejoicing in God, and we can trust in Him throughout 
all of life's events and circumstances. Whether it is times of great joy, we can come to Him and rejoice and know He is there for us and with us. And in times of sorrow, we come to Him with our sorrows, knowing He is there for us and with us. When we find this uh, realization to be true, that God is trustworthy as He has proved Himself in the past, we can trust Him with both our future and with our present. And if we trust the Lord in this way, we will want to rejoice in Him and to bless His name. God blesses us and we bless Him. The difference is God is blessing us out of the abundance of His mercy to undeserving people. We bless the Lord by responding in praise and blessing Him who deserves all praise and honor and glory. I love the total nature of this kind of praise, that it is with all that is within us, that we are to bless Him completely, totally, fully, with every part of us praising Him and worshiping Him because He is worthy of all praise and all honor. We find a great uh, quote on this psalm from John Stevenson in Spurgeon's Treasury of the Psalms. He says, "'Let your conscience bless the Lord by unvarying fidelity.'" Let your judgment bless him by pure and holy musings. Let your affections praise him by loving whatsoever he loves. Let your desires bless him by seeking only his glory. Let your memory bless him by not forgetting any of his benefits. Let your thoughts bless him by meditating on his excellencies. Let your hope praise him by longing and looking for the glory that is to be revealed. Let your every sense Bless him by its fealty, your every word by its truth, and your every act by its integrity. This total, uh, complete blessing that we are to live in toward God is what the psalmist is drawing us toward, especially in the first five verses, but through the whole psalm. We bless him and forget not his benefits, the things he's done. We remember that he has forgiven all our iniquity, all of our sins. He heals all of our diseases. Our greatest disease, of course, is our sin itself, the death that comes from that, our very sin nature. And God forgives, he heals, he redeems our life from the pit, this hope of restoration and rescue already embedded in the psalm. He doesn't just for, uh, forget or I'm sorry, forgive all of our iniquities and heal all of our diseases, but he also redeems us, he crowns us, he satisfies us with goodness, and our youth is renewed like the eagles. This promise of restoration, of fulfillment, of goodness that the Lord works for all who love him, follow him, delight in him, that is what God desires and he wants because he knows that we are temporary people. We are not here forever. And so we should praise God because he doesn't deal with us according to what we deserve, but he deals with us according to his steadfast love and mercy and grace. R.C. Sproul gave a great illustration once before about someone who uh, commented about it not being fair to earn a certain grade in the course. And he said, you are right. It is not fair. But the thing is, we don't want justice, and I can't remember, but I believe the student actually earned a lower grade than he was getting, and he says, we don't want justice, we want grace. 
Because if we longed for justice from God alone, then we would get what we deserved, which is eternal judgment and punishment. Rather than giving us justice, God offers grace. He repays us according to his grace, not our guilt. And that's what the psalmist is rejoicing in, this faithful love of God. He has removed our transgressions. The character of man is sinful and temporary. We are children. We are dust. And then this is the urgency that the gospel must have in our lives to understand that the kind of rescue and redemption that we hear of and we rejoice in in this psalm is gloriously fulfilled and pictured in the person and work of Jesus Christ. Dust doesn't deserve compassion. Yet, if we see what God has done, he shows this dust that he made out in the uh, Garden of Eden to be a man, and then to take from the rib of that man he created and make a woman. He creates out of dust, and then instead of judging this dust when it dared to rebel against its creator, he already had set a plan in action to redeem what he had created. William Plummer says that unless we be made like Christ, we shall never be with Christ. As we bless and praise the Lord, our very desires are changed. Our lives are oriented toward God, and we will worship Him because it is what He deserves and it is good for us as His people. That He has not dealt with us as we deserve, but He has shown us kindness. And if we have so received that kindness, we respond to Him with praise, that we can say with honesty and earnestness that we want to bless the Lord because He is worthy of it, so that we would do what He has commanded us so we may taste and see the goodness of the Lord here in the land of the living and into eternity forever. Let's pray. Lord, thank You for Your continual goodness. Thank you for the reminder that you will continue to forgive those who repent, that you will redeem from the life uh, that is spent in the pit toward eternal life. Lord, thank you for being just and righteous, for being slow to anger, for being abounding in your steadfast love, that you will continue to have that steadfast love toward those who are yours. May you continue to show us compassion, and may we be grateful for it and share the good news of the gospel with others, that they may see your goodness and rejoice in you and bless your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to The Psalms, a Call to Words podcast. For more content, just visit calledtowords.com. I hope you will join us again next time for more riches from The Psalms.